1: This is the 1% podcast with me, Cooper Chapman. Less than 1% of your day once a week. A place to spark curiosity around topics you think you already know. And also bring light to the good humans involved in the 1% Good Club. Well-being accountability groups dedicating 1% of their day to their mental health. Hello, all of you good humans out there, and welcome to what is a very special episode of the 1% podcast. It's the first birthday of the 1% Good Club, and I can't wait to share some more about that in the coming minutes with you guys. But to start today's episode, I want to talk to you about our new sponsor, Arepa Nootropics. Arepa is a brain function and brain performance drink, and it's something that I'm very passionate about. Anyone who listens to this podcast understands my passion for understanding the brain better. So Arepa's purpose is to make people's brains work better and to slow down the rate of neurodecline. So a recent study with the United Nations sh- showed that one in 6 people on the planet suffer from a neurological concern which ranks it as the number one cause of disability worldwide. So our brain's pretty important and we all know that and that's why Arepa is a product that I'm so passionate about. I did have Angus Brown the founder on the podcast last week. Make sure you go check that out to learn more about Arepa. but For me, it's just about having something that's healthy, that's taking care of our brain, and it's a far better-for-you supplement than having an energy drink or something. So in the drink, it has New Zealand neuroberries, pine bark extract, and also L-theanine, which just helps you be calm, focused, and has an overall positive effect on our um, brain health it's been developed by neuroscientists millions of dollars of science and clinical studies have gone into this so yeah I do highly encourage you to check out a Arepa you can get it at Coles and Woolworths or you can buy it online if you do buy it online you can use the code goodhuman for 25% off which is a massive discount so yeah I highly encourage you take a bit of action towards taking care of your brain and check out a Arepa highly highly recommend Okay, this week's episode, the one-year anniversary of the 1% Good Club, something I'm so passionate about. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time today, the 1% Good Club is my Instagram accountability groups where every single morning I've been sending a guided 10-minute meditation and every single night I start a little gratitude train with three things I'm grateful for. This started exactly a year ago the day of recording this, a year and one day ago the day of this coming out. And it's been incredible, to say the least, what's gone on in these groups. I'm blown away every single day by the amount of support people show each other Um, and just the amount of depth, of gratitudes and just people giving 1% of their day to their mental health. It's been really special. It started, yeah, like I said, a year ago with about 30 members on the first day. We are over 800 members now, which is just phenomenal. And yeah, there's no signs of slowing down, so... If you haven't joined and you want to get involved, send at the Good Human Factory a direct message and say, I want to join the club, and I'll add you in. It's completely free, and it's just, yeah, a little resource to keep us all on track for our mental health. So as I do every single week, I'm going to read out a few of the gratitudes. Actually, I wanted to do a quick recap of the year, because this is crazy. So it started a year ago, and I worked out there's been over 70,000 gratitudes written in over the last year, which... Just blows me away. It it warms my heart so much to know that so many people out there are getting just something out of this and the feedback and the testimonials and just the community that's been built has been nothing short of amazing. So a big thank you to everyone who's got involved um, yeah, and continues to give 1% of their day to their mental health. So this week's stats, we had 2,304 gratitudes written in. Once again, that's in our top five weeks. So Big thanks to everyone for always writing in. This week we had a little change-up up top. Group number 19 took the top honours. Group number 9, who has been well and truly the leader for a long time, slipped down to about third or fourth this week. So good on you to the other groups for catching up at Group 9. Bit of work to do to catch back up, but love you all for getting involved. Um, and we had... I think 29, maybe we had more actually. I think we had like 35 new members this week. It's been crazy to see the growth. We had that news story on Channel 10 last week, which was pretty cool. So I'm going to read out a few of the gratitudes this week. Let's go with group number eight. We have Olivia. Today, this weekend, I'm grateful for an amazing evening with some of my friends, full of laughs, left with my heart feeling so full. Decided to do dry July, so it was good not to wake up with hungover the next, without a hangover the next day too. Number two, my sister is a house hunting, so we went around a different house and chatted and got a big breakfast. And number three, big birthday dinner with my stepdad and family. And before my mom goes in for hit replacement tomorrow, I feel grateful every day for my family and the relationship we have. Oh, Love that, Olivia. What a great one to start off with, spending time with the family and also having those good full belly laughs and full heart experiences with our friends. So good on you, Olivia, group eight. All right, we have group number 22, Todd. Sorry I've been a little bit late um, with this but yesterday I was grateful for. Number one, my kids' excitement when I picked them up from school early for their dentist appointment, only to tell them we had tickets for the Panthers game instead of the dentist. My kids love the Panthers. Number two, a fun night with my eldest kids at the Panthers game. It was cold and wet, but we had a ball. And number three, great relationship with all of my kids. Love that, Todd. Getting to talk about your kids and surprising them with those little acts of service and kindness to... Your friends, family, and yeah, obviously your kids. So good on you, Todd. You're a champion. Group number two, we have Jem. Today, I'm grateful for actually smashing through lots of unt- lots of work uninterrupted today. Number two, sticking to my guns and removing things from my life that that they are not adding to it in a positive way. And number three, my friend finally getting to travel home and meet her baby niece was named meet my baby niece who is named after her. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love as well the idea of sticking to your guns and getting rid of obstacles that aren't sort of servicing your life. So good awareness there, Gem, and well done. I'm sure you're stoked to see your friend who traveled home. Um, group number one, we have... This one's actually really cool. So this um, person, Jekka, from group number one, has been in Good Humans or the 1% Club since day, single, day one. So... This is what she wrote. Number one, my parcel not getting wet. Number two, managing to catch my train a split second before it left. And number three, the train man announcement in different voices just brought a little bit of joy into something that is usually very mundane and regular. And then she said, meditation done. I cannot believe I started this club one year ago. It's wild how I've barely missed a meditation or gratitude when I had tried and failed to remain consistent so, so many times before. But as soon as I joined in here, it's just become a part of me. Love it, so glad to be a part of this club. I'm so grateful for you, Jekka. You've been pretty much there every single day. I think you almost have been there every single day alongside me, dedicating that 1% of your day. And it's really special to me to know that, yeah, this club can have a positive impact on you. So good on you, Jekka. Um, group number 10, we have Amber. I'm super grateful to have celebrated the life, a life that brings me moments of joy every day. Oh, sorry. I'm super grateful to have created a life that brings me moments of joy every day. Number two, for pumping surf, what, where everyone, even the dolphins, are getting waves. And number three, finding out one of my best friends is back in Oz from overseas, and I'll be able to hug her on Wednesday. Oh, love that, Amber. When the waves are good, the dolphins are jumping. And yeah, this uh, awareness around the idea that you've created a life that can bring you joy in every single day. Um Okay, and I've got two more pretty big ones to finish, but I love these ones. So group number seven, Sayer. Grateful for what turned into be one of the better Mondays I've had in a while. Today, I had a little moment. A lady walked up to my car in Woolies and knocked on my window nervously and asked if I had jumper cables and said her car was flat and she was so lovely and visibly rattled. I got the magical chance to help her out and jumpstart her car and send her on her merry way. She was so stoked. Smiling from ear to ear, and that just put a massive smile on my face. It was actually so wholesome and satisfying to just nudge someone especially as lovely as this lady out of a little stressful situation. We both left beaming. What an unexpected pleasure. Number two, dinner with some bre- brews in the city with a couple of mates having great yarns and completely forgetting about the apocalyptic weather. Number three, nice to catch up with mum on the phone. Oh, Saya, you are a good human and that's why you're involved in this club. Getting to help people and access service really can change our own day. And there's so much psychology in the fact that by doing nice things for others, by showing gratitude for others, it actually makes us feel good. It's a crazy paradox. So last one, group number six, we have Deb. i started off tonight because after listening to the podcast from Cooper, it really reflects on my day. I was super tired when I woke up and feeling pretty low. I decided once I finished work, I would flip my day around and really try and connect with my little boy. So I took him down to the beach to Savo for a walk. Seeing him smile was so amazing and made me appreciative of living in such an amazing place. I'm originally from Scotland. Grateful for my influence on my friend to start meditating and writing down her gratitudes. And number three, grateful for my ability to have been able to laugh this morning when I dropped my only last egg on the ground after how I was feeling. All three of them are just so, so good, Deb. The idea, I love the last one, dropping an egg and laughing. I've been trying to catch myself so often now laughing at myself when... Accidents happen because, hey, unless you meant to do something that unfortunately happens, all you can do is laugh. And, yeah, just the presence you have to flip your day around and make a conscious choice to, yeah, spend some time with your son and also... The idea of being grateful for the fact that you've positively influenced somebody else's life is something we should all lean into, and that's something I'm going to quickly talk about today, just the amount of joy that's been brought into my life from the people in the 1% Good Club. As I said at the start of this podcast, there's been over 75,000 gratitudes written in, which blows my mind, the impact, I'm not even going to say that I'm having, but just the impact that people are these groups are having on people's lives, just the accountability can seriously create positive habits that can quite literally make your life better. So if you aren't a member, I really encourage you, join in. Everybody's so friendly. Doesn't matter if you miss days. Doesn't matter if you're not there for weeks. It's just about that little reminder. It's about reading other people's gratitudes and seeing that there is some things in this world that we should be grateful for every single day. I want to talk about real quickly today, I'm sorry in advance this episode is going to go longer than 14 minutes, but hey, it's a one-year anniversary, but I just want to talk about today the idea of overcoming the self-beliefs. So I spoke about this um, last week, but how this relates to this week is the fact that I just ran a marathon on the weekend with zero training. On Friday, I saw that there was a marathon happening right in front of my house on the Gold Coast. And I was like, when am I ever going to get a chance to run a marathon in front of my house? I'd always said I've wanted to do it, but I was like, you know what? I'll wait for the right time. I'll wait for the right time. And then I was just like on Friday, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to see if my mind can overcome this belief of, oh, you're not going to be able to do a marathon unless you've trained, or oh, you're not going to be able to do a marathon. You're not fit at the moment. And I signed up and didn't think too much about it and just kind of went for it and on Sunday made sure I had the right nutrition um and whatnot for preparation but I went for a quick four K or five K run on Friday and I woke up on Saturday with sore legs and then yeah on Sunday it was game on. The first twenty K's I felt pretty good. I was like, you know what? I'm surviving here and then from everyone told me from 30 to 40 is where it gets really gnarly because your body starts using energy systems that um, it normally doesn't. And let me tell you, I really felt that. It was this crazy battle of my mind telling me, nah, you got to stop. And then my body kind of being like, oh, you know what, I could probably do a little bit more. And then my body would literally stop running. Between 30 and 40 kilometers, I'd be running And I'd be like, nah, I'm just going to run the rest of the way home, even if it's a slower pace. And my body would quite literally just stop running and I'd walk and I'd be like, oh my God. And then I'd have to force myself and almost laugh at the pain and laugh at the idea of giving up in my head. Because like I said at the start, you're not your self-beliefs. When I would tell myself or my mind would tell me, you can't do this. I'd kind of be like, why not? And just laugh at it. And yeah, I mean, I survived. I don't recommend it. I could not walk the day after. And as of recording this, it's two days after. And I've had a nice recovery session. And body's starting to feel a little better. But far out, it was painful. But I did it just to show people that if you just give stuff a go, and like I talk about all the time, the act of confidence comes before the feeling, you really don't know what's achievable until you push yourself to those limits. So, yeah, hopefully someone out there listening might have some self-limiting beliefs about different things, whether it come to their fitness or their job or anything, and just realize, you know what? We can overcome anything if we're just willing to give it a go. So I encourage you to do that. Um, real quickly, I need to tell you about this Friday's episode. Rochelle Fox is one of my favorite humans on this planet. She's one of the most beautiful um Young lady who is partners with a great friend of mine, Chris Soul, who was on the podcast recently. They own Mindspo Meditation School and Retreats, also um, Manifestation App, and they're just great people. I was lucky enough to get to sit down in person with Rochelle when she was in Australia last week. We had such a special conversation, and it's something you really don't want to miss because it's a conversation that I will cherish forever. So have a listen to this little excerpt, and I'll see you in a second
0: created a serious amount of trauma for me and basically led me to developing in my later years um, chronic PTSD. PTSD uh, with a mixed bag of other things, bulimia, um, depression, anxiety, sleep disorders, the whole shebang. (laughs) The whole big bag of mental health problems that I've gone through and solved. but yeah, so basically from the age of like five to seven, there was some shit that went down that wasn't so good. I lived with my mom for a few years there. And then I kind of got taken out of my mom's care. Docs came in, got went with my dad. Um, my dad ended up getting custody of me. And then I had like a pretty relatively normal life. I was always a kid that was very happy on the outside, but was hiding a lot of trauma and pain on the inside. Um, As Sol would say, I was a really good actress, which is hilarious, because acting was always the thing that I loved the most. I was really good at putting on a front. Um, I was really good at pretending that everything was okay and kind of hiding that there was something deeper going on below the surface.
1: All right, that was Rochelle Fox, such a special person in my life. And yeah, somebody who you should definitely go and listen to because she's a very, very amazing person. Oh, lastly, to finish off this week, if you are from Melbourne, I thought I'd let you guys know that I'm coming down to Melbourne to run some of my mental health workshops. So if you're a school, a business, or you're just from Melbourne and you think you know someone who might benefit from one of my feel-good mental health workshops, I'd be so appreciative if you could link me with them because I'm going to be down there for the week from Monday the 25th of July until Friday the 29th of July. I've got a few workshops already booked in in the evenings and afternoon, but I'm very much looking forward to coming and hopefully speaking to some schools or some sport teams or some corporates. So send me an email, Cooper at the Good Human Factory, or go onto the website thegoodhumanfactory.com and you can check out a bit more about our website, um, a bit more about our workshops. Very proud of how far they've come. And yeah, the feedback and testimonials has been great. If you do want to get involved, you can also buy our merch, thegoodhumanfactory.com. Click on the shop and use the code PODCAST. You get 25% off the whole um, catalog, which is a bigger discount than anybody else gets. So keep that one on the down low. But please go and use it. It does support mental health workshops for students. And yeah, it makes you inspire the people around you to take better care of their mental health. Big thanks for listening in. A little bit longer episode. I did tell you it'll always be under 14 minutes, but it's a special one for me. One year anniversary of... The 1% Good Club. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. I'll see you on Friday.
0: This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,